If it's happening now, we're talking about it. This is Hamilton Today with Scott Thompson on 900 CHML. Maria Felix Miller is with us, Vice Chair of the Hamilton Wentworth District School Board and Trustee for Ward 3 and with us now. Maria, thank you for the time. I hope you're well. I hope you're well, too. Thank you for having me. All right, Maria, there's been a lot of chatter on, uh, certainly on this show about this. The first question is, why are we doing this? Why, why, why not teach about something rather than uh, cancel something? Why, why the changes? Uh, so this change actually uh, dates back to our previous board. So there was a motion in June 2021 um, that uh, initiated a lot of this work in the spirit of truth and reconciliation. Uh, Trustees Galindo and Trustee Bingham, who were former members of the board, um, put a motion forward to consider our school naming approach, um, our various approaches, the legacies that some of our schools carry when they have the names of individuals who have a complicated history uh, for many Canadians and many Indigenous people. So I'll ask again, why, why would we, why would we change names? Why, you know, and, and I guess if there's certain issues around current names, whether it's Ryerson or Johnny McDonald or, 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 or one thing, um, but even future names, I, I still don't understand why we are doing this. Why not just debate each one specifically? If it fits, it fits. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Why say, no, we're not going to do this anymore? Uh, sure. So actually, um, during the process of developing um, this Indigenous-informed policy, we actually sent this out in the spring, and we opened it up to all HWDSB community members. We specifically asked staff to ask in our survey uh, whether or not folks felt um, inclined to keep that process of using individual names as a possible name for a school or a part of a school. And actually, two-thirds of survey respondents um, came back and said, no, we would actually like to move away from this approach. It is something that has come up every time you name a school. Um, so there was one perspective that some of, obviously some of the names that we have and, and the name that kicked it all off was uh, Ryerson Elementary School, Egerton Ryerson, who was the architect of the residential school system here in Canada. Um, that school has now been renamed to the Um so that's one component of it. But the other side of it is even for modern names and modern individuals who we do find inspiring and are leaders and are um, examples that we would want for our students, even that naming process uh, has the potential for controversy, has the potential for picking one individual over another. Um, it has the, the potential to offend uh, when there are still living members of that family that we have to um, you know, ask for permission to use that name. It's actually not um, such a neat and tidy process that I think some of the people who want to retain individual names make it out to be. It has a lot of burden associated with it. And I think that we as trustees know that, you know, our histories are fluid. Uh, they have the potential to change. What we think now is a great uh, name in 10 years might not feel so great. Uh, so instead of continuing to, um, you know, pick one individual over another, we're trying to take a different approach and we're trying to be really creative with it. So we are actually going to be, as part of this new policy, um, our model is actually going to be very consensus-driven, uh, very community-driven. Uh, it will give ample uh, room for community consultation and community voice to come together 
and trustees will actually recognize that the consensus model means that likely there will actually be more work done by the school naming committee. Um, and and we're, we're open to recognizing that and to honoring the, the recommended choices. Um, but ultimately, we just feel that the individuals as a category um, have more potential for clouding or for complicating things uh, than other possible options. My first reaction, Maria, with all due respect, is so what? I mean, that's what life's about. It's about debate. That's what education is about. Uh, you know, though, hang, on, hang, on, hang, on, hang on a sec. Hang yeah. on a sec. So because those who responded to a survey that you requested, which would be people who would be most interested in the issue, because mm-hmm. pe- those people responded in, in a majority way, the name has, the, the decision has been made. Do you think this is an accurate representation of Hamiltonians? And again, why not go through all this process with each name? And you just talked about the burden, but you said there's more burden to do this. So again, I just don't understand why you're doing this. It just, it just seems more sense to educate people on what is going on and why we got where we got rather than just erasing it and pretending it never happened. Uh, nope. So that's not at all what's happening, and it won't. This po- new policy won't trigger an immediate change of any school that has an individual's name. Um, staff will now be undertaking the process of looking at all of our school names and um, seeing whether they have problematic history, seeing whether they cause harm, seeing whether they're not uh, perhaps the people that we we would choose today. Some of the more recent choices, uh, so Bernie Custis comes to mind, Viola Desmond, Shannon Sashian, those schools would likely retain their name and staff. What if something, Maria, Maria, we're short, of, we're short of time here, Maria, but what if those names that are, you know, the two names you just send, you just recommended, they couldn't be recommended again. So what's the harm in that? Because under this thing, even names like those wouldn't be allowed either. I mean, you're not going to take them away. But the fact that you're spending resource, the fact that you're spending uh, board resources to go back and look at names uh, and and things like the Bernie Custis or what you just said, Viola Desmond, don't they wouldn't even be a new school. So where's the harm in naming those schools after them? So we've just learned and we've learned that. Uh, even within the best of our abilities, with the best of our intentions, uh, individuals always carry uh, complexities to them. And we're, you know what, we're actually trying to look ahead into the future and reduce the amount of work for future boards. We are trying to prevent another uh, instance where we have to go back and rename and uh, start over with a school. So instead of focusing on all of the different individuals that you won't be able to use uh, for a school, let's focus on all the opportunities we have to select another word, another, perhaps another location, perhaps another, uh, you know, symbol of a history that speaks to our whole HWDSB community. Can, again, Maria, we're, again Maria, we're, we're short of time here. We know that we know the basic reasons for this. So can you give us some ideas of locations, landmarks, natural features, what we would be naming schools in the future? Yep, so Ganeska is a, a fantastic example. It's a Mohawk word that means bay, and uh, it was selected for, you know, a lower city school that is bought very near to uh, the Hamilton Bay area. So it's a beautiful So is everything word. all centered around indigenous names? Not necessarily. Not necessarily. So can you give me another example? Can you give me another example? Well, we've, we've just begun to undertake this. So we approved this policy last night. So you've approved the policy with only one example of a name, that being Mohawk? Yep. And actually, I, I, I 
to be honest with you, I find it disingenuous that you are focusing on simply one line of a very complex policy. There are pages and pages and pages. I just want to policy. know what the schools are going to be called in the future, Maria. That's all we're we trying to know. figure out is we Hamiltonian. They're going to be they're going to be based on what the community wants. They're going to be made through a consensus. Has the community not spoken up about what they want and given you examples? before you've made this decision? Um, so actually, each individual school, whenever we go to name a new school or part of a school, we begin to have a school naming committee. I cannot predict what uh, a school community is going to want to name a new school three years from now because that, com- that committee doesn't exist. Every single school naming commu- committee will be made at the time and will involve the people, the stakeholders who are connected to that community and their voice is what we're going to be centering and uplifting. All right. It'd be nice to have an example, Maria. Uh, Maria Felix Miller with his vice chair. Well, that was one. That's one example, Maria. Uh, Good luck. Good luck. I think you've opened up a bigger can of worms than you're trying to seal here. Vice chair of the Hamilton Wentworth District School Board, trustee for Ward 3. Thank you very much, Maria Felix Miller. Thanks for listening to the Hamilton Today podcast. You can listen to the show live weekday afternoons from 3 to 6 on 900CHML and online at 900CHML.com.